All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. How are you doing? Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you are well. I hope you had a great week. I had a good one, and I'm really excited for today's show, right? I'm looking forward to what we're going to be discussing today, right? And you surely have seen what we're speaking about. I mean, it's Q&A session, and we've got quite a handful of questions that we're going to be answering today, right? So you want to make sure that you are here with us uh, for the rest of the show. And uh, I must say again that I hope you did listen to our last week's show. We were speaking about aliens, and uh, or should I say we were gossiping about aliens, right? <laughs> Uh, because we could be stalked. So so uh, uh, it was a great show because we learned quite a lot of stuff about aliens. What are the odds? What is the science behind the search for extraterrestrial life, right? What is the science behind the search for aliens in the universe? And I must say that, it, that, that that's, one of, that's one of the difficult jobs, right? Uh, the challenges are great. Because sometimes, I mean, you can just imagine looking for aliens. You never really know what to look for, okay? Uh, having in mind that it's an alien, right? It's, it's a foreign uh, species from another planet. And so that means it could not need the same conditions to survive, right? It may not need oxygen to breathe. It, it you know, it, it, we spoke about all that in our previous show, so you might just want to check that out. So uh, today, uh, you've surely seen what we're speaking about. Of course, it's Q&A session. And we, you know, no, nobody really knows everything, right? Um, uh, somebody who thinks they know all never really gets to ask questions, right? So we don't want to be people like that, right? We want to be people who ask questions, who 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 learn about our world okay that's the point of today we don't want to be people who who don't care about why things happen the way they are right who don't care why 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 the sun rises why why the moon is is like this right we we, we do not want to be people like that but we want to be people who who who, who care about our nature who care about our universe to an extent that we want to know how things happen or how things happen the way they are, okay? So it's going to be a great show today. We've got quite a handful of questions and and we're going to be answering them. Um, it's about the moon. It's about um, it's about Venus, planet Venus. Uh, really not things that are foreign to our everyday life, okay? Not things that are really uh, are extremely foreign to our everyday life. And these are interesting because it, 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 they form part of our lives, you know. Um, they, they form part of our lives. It's what you see every day, right? So we're going to be answering questions like that. Uh, 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 it, it's about the moon. It's about the sky. You know, it's about um, uh, how uh, you'd, you'd normally hear scientists speaking about... Um, sending radar to other planets and really 
being able to know what's on the surface of the planet, right? So we're going to be speaking about that, but we're going to focus more on 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 Venus, planet Venus, right? Uh, uh, we have a bit of mass there, and you remember that we had a show as well where we spoke about asteroids, okay? And their discovery was pretty interesting. It was actually quite interesting story, a funny one actually, right? <laughs> uh, we spoke about Paul's law, okay? And we're gonna speak extensively on that today as well and a bit of black holes as there as well so we've got really nice questions uh you really want to know answers to these questions because um uh, they're going to make you feel really 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 bright and 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 good about yourself right so right after this we'll be speaking about that Right, so the very first question, uh, how far away is the moon and whether the moon is hot or cold? How far away is the moon and whether the moon is hot or cold? Now, uh, what do you think? You might want to try to answer this question. How far away is the moon and whether the moon is hot or cold? Now, you see, I'm thinking to myself, somebody who asked this question is probably thinking to themselves, um, the distance that the moon is away from the sun determines how hot or cold the moon is going to get, right? So, the further the moon gets away from the sun, the cold it gets, and the close the moon approaches the sun, the hot the moon gets, right? And it's okay to think like that because that's normally the convention, okay? That's normally what we would go with, okay? But uh, surprisingly, this is not the case here, right? The distance does not really matter, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why the distance does not really matter. Now, here's the thing. You see, the distance that the Earth is away from the Sun um, is roughly the same uh, distance that the Moon is away from the Sun. Okay, so Earth and the Moon are roughly the same distances away from the Sun. And what would that mean for us? That would mean they roughly receive the same amount of radiation from the sun okay they are sort of exposed to the same amount of radiation from uh, the sun and you can see this if 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 you want to see this for yourself um you can try to calculate the ratio between the distance from earth to the moon and the distance from the sun to earth okay so two distances that you are comparing okay and when we're speaking about ratio we are comparing things now, now you might want to calculate the ratio of what? Of the distance from Earth to the Moon and from the Sun to Earth. You're going to see that the, the answer is pretty small. Okay? 
it's 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 really 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 small really small i think it's less than five percent right uh, maybe even less than one percent uh, so how are you gonna do that now you should know that the orbit of the moon around earth is not secular okay so the moon does not revolve around earth monthly on a secular path it's not a secular path okay but it's 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 a path that we call elliptical okay it's it's it's, it's an elliptical path right it's not circular and that means it, its distance from us the moon's distance from us which means the moon's distance from earth varies okay at its closest approach Okay, at its closest point to Earth, we call that point perigee. The moon is about 360,000, um, um, 300,000, okay? 363,000, it's about 405,000 uh, uh, 500 kilometers okay so so you want to find the average of those two distances and 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 take a ratio of that distance compare it with the with the distance that the earth is away from the sun you're going to see that that's a pretty small uh difference there and 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 that means the moon and the sun the moon and earth roughly receive the same um uh, amount of radiation from the sun right uh, uh, uh so so we we, we we sort of rule out the distance thing okay the distance does not really determine how hot or cold the moon is gonna get but here is the answer the moon does not have an atmosphere okay when you go to the moon you look in the sky it's always dark right it's always dark why why, why is it always dark? that's because the moon does not have an atmosphere and the atmosphere of a planet determines how hot or cold it's gonna get okay what do we mean by that because the moon does not have an atmosphere it gets extremely hot when the Sun is directly overhead and it's get it gets extremely cold during the night times right and that's because that's because the the absence of the atmosphere means the sun's radiation is not filtered out okay by the gases in the atmosphere right there are no clouds in the moon to stop the heat from from escaping in the night right so that means it receives direct sunlight from the sun okay so it gets extremely hot when the sun is there during the daytime and during the nighttime, it gets extremely cold, right? So that's really uh, what happens. So we've answered our first question for today. What makes the moon hot or cold, whether it's hot or cold, and how far away the moon is from us, okay? Now, the second question. Why do we see different faces of the moon? Why do we see different faces of the moon? Okay? Now, here's the thing that you should know. I'm, 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 I want to be sure and I, I want to believe that we, I mean, at, at when, when there's a full moon, we can all see that the moon is, is a sphere, okay? Now, if we agree on that, we go to the next point. Now, now, um, 
Why do we see different faces of the moon? Now, if we would agree that the moon is, is a sphere, right, which means it's a ball, you, you can sort of even take this like this. If, if you have some sort of a ball in your house and you have some source of light lit this ball, you're going to see that half of the ball is always going to be lit by that source of light, okay? Always. Half of the ball is always going to be lit by that source. So it's, it's pretty much the same thing with the moon. Half of the moon is always lit by the sun while half remains in the darkness. Hey, while half remains in the darkness, half is always lit by the sun. You can do that for yourself. Have some sort of a torch, have a ball, and uh, turn on this torch. Half a side of the ball that's facing your torch is lit by the torch, right? While the other side, the opposite side, that's facing that side, the opposite side, is always going to be in the dark, right? It's, it's not going to receive this, this 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 light from from your source of light right so it's pretty much the same thing now why do we see different faces of the moon that's because the moon's orbit around earth and earth's orbit around the sun mean we see the moon with a different amounts of sunlight on its surface okay we we see that and and it, it determines where the moon is relative to us and where the earth is relative re relative to the moon right right because the moon is sort of orbiting around earth right so so where the moon is around earth and how the sun lights up the moon determines what shape we we we, we get okay so two famous spaces of the moon um it's a full moon and a new moon okay so we see a new moon when we don't see a moon in the sky Right. When there's no moon in the sky, that's the new moon. And why do we see that shape? That's because the moon is between the, the, the earth and the sun. Okay, the moon is between earth and the sun. So think of it like this. You've got the sun, you've got the moon, and you've got earth. Now, which part of the moon is going to be lit by, by the sun? It's going to be the part of the moon that's facing towards the sun. Okay, which means part of the moon that's facing us is not receiving any radiation right so it's the dark side and we are not seeing any moon uh, for for that night right or for that day we're not seeing any moon but when it's full moon we have earth in the middle we've got the sun and so so the earth is in the middle and on the two opposite sides of earth we have the moon and the sun if it's in that way the moon that's lit by the sun is always facing us okay so, so that's why we see uh, a full moon. So I hope that you, you understand what we mean by that. Uh, that might need a little bit of an illustration. And, and to go on our Facebook page, The Void Show, if you want to see that. So, uh, phases of the moon, uh, we've got a new moon, right? We've got a waxing crescent. We've got a first quarter. We've got a waxing gibbous. We've got a full moon. Those are the three shapes that you have before the full moon, okay? It's a waxing crescent. That's the one that's uh, banana-shaped. We call that a waxing crescent. And it determines how you're going to see that, of course, whether you're in the southern hemisphere or whether you're in the, the northern hemisphere. That So, so, so that banana-shaped moon, uh, it's called waxing crescent. And the first quarter is obviously half-lit moon. Uh, that we call the first quarter. 
and the the the, the three over four, it's it's waxing gibbous, okay? And then you've got a full moon. Then you've got a waning gibbous after the full moon when the moon sort of starts to go back. Uh, then you've got a, a last quarter, and you've got a waning crescent. So those are the shapes of the moon, and and I I hope that you you um sort of understand uh why do we see different faces of the moon okay now why do we see i don't know if you have noticed but we see the same side of the moon every time every day we see the same side of the moon now that's the question why do we see the same side of the moon why don't we see other side because you look like every time you look at the moon in the night sky it's 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 the same shape okay it's 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 the same so why do we see that now here's the thing remember that the moon orbits around earth and it spins on its axis okay now why do we always see the same side of the moon that's because the moon takes the same time to rotate on its axis as it does to orbit the earth right so as it so 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 as the moon rotates around its axis the time that it takes to make a full rotation around itself is the same time it takes the moon to make one revolution around earth right so you can think of that like that and if you think of it like that you're gonna see that the moon always gives us the same face but right? it always gives us the same face because as it as it turns it spins as it turns it spins as it turns it spins uh, until it makes that one full uh, revolution around earth and Here's a beautiful gem, uh, Adam Land. It had to happen. Right after this, we will be continuing. Neither sun nor stars are shining. Storm rages on for many days. I should have listened when it mattered. Myself delay. Where is my hope? When my feet have left the ground, where is my strength?
And of course, that was Adam Land. It had to happen on Active FM. Thank you so much for still being here. Uh, I am Andrew, and I am your show host. This is still the Void Show on Active FM, and this is Q and A session as we answer some of your deepest questions about the mysteries of the universe. Now, before this beautiful jam, Adam Land, it had to happen. We spoke about uh, how far away is the moon, and whether the moon is hot or cold. Uh, why do we see different faces of the moon? Why is the sky um, always black on the moon, right? That's because there's no atmosphere. Um, why do we see the same side of the moon? And the question that we received now, a lot of time you would hear scientists saying that they have mapped the geography of a planet, okay? Um, of, of, of a planet, of course. And, and now the question is, if you have a planet like Venus, a planet that's sort of shrouded with clouds, okay, very thick clouds, okay, uh, really, really, really thick clouds, because, I mean, I mean, Venus is like a killer planet, hey, you can't really see the ground of Venus with your naked eyes, okay, that's because Venus's atmosphere is formed from very thick clouds, um, very thick atmosphere that's made up of carbon dioxide, you know, uh, nitrogen, sulfuric acid, and and some of that, of course, comes from the 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 volcanic eruptions that are happening on the planet. Okay, um, it's 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 really volcanically active, and 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 because of that, it's having a very heavy layer of clouds. Okay. Heavy layer of clouds, so so no part of the surface of Venus can be seen with 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 the naked eye. And uh, an interesting story: it's it's it, it was only in the 1970s that scientists actually began to be able to look uh, past these uh, clouds to actually see the solid ground, you know, that's 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 underneath. And and it's it's it, it's an extremely uh, you know uh, sophisticated technology that's used to uh, sort of map down the solid ground of a planet without actually going to the planet. Okay, how 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 do we do that? We send some sort of a radar, right? We we call that a radar technology, and um, uh, uh, you might want to say as well space probes. Okay. Uh, 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 it's a radar technology, and what it does, it allows a probe to record the geography of the planet and to produce the map of the uh, the surface features. Okay, without even going on 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 the ground, by just orbiting, by just orbiting, by just orbiting. Now the question would be, how do we see past planets' clouds? How do we see past planets' clouds? Okay, as we've spoken about Venus, you can't even see the surface of Venus because of you know the thick clouds that it has now uh in in about in, in 1989 it was in 1989 there was a mission that went to planet venus and was named the magellan mission okay and uh 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 it was launched in 1989 it did go to venus and it spent about three years uh, building this complete 
uh, map of of Venus, right? And and the question would be, how did it do that? So you see, with, with the thing is with with radar technology. How does radar technology work? Now it's pretty much like it, it works the same the same way as an echo. You know, an echo, right? An echo. Your your voice is echo. Okay, when you shout loudly like on a very high pitch uh at a distance at, at a distant wall uh, it could be a mountain i've done that like in a, uh in, in the middle of nowhere and there's there's a mountain there you know there's it's it's, it's full of mountains or or there's actually even one mountain if if one huge mountain by the way if you make a huge noise like loud noise what's gonna happen is that you will hear the echo of your voice a few seconds later, right? Have you heard that? And that's because your sound waves, they sort of hit this solid wall and they bounce back towards you, okay? Those are sound waves, right? You make a huge noise against the mountain in the middle of nowhere or against the wall, a solid wall. You're going to hear the echo of your voice a few seconds later. And that's because the sound waves, they sort of go to the solid wall, they bounce there, and they return back to you. Now, it's the same technique that's used to map down or to penetrate the planet's clouds. But radar, it uses high-frequency waves, okay? It's high-frequency waves, high-frequency waves, and... and uh, we can even speak about um, light, okay, electromagnetic light. Uh, high frequency waves are those that have uh, 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 that have high, high energy, okay. So, so it uses those frequency of waves, right? Um, you, you you might want to check your electromagnetic spectrum to see uh, which waves um, which waves have high high energy, right? Um, could be ultraviolet. It could be x-rays you know you, you go all that side so it uses those waves and they travel much faster and much further okay so what they do is that they would actually pass the clouds okay of the planet go to the surface and 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 they the, the radar back will sort of be waiting to, to listen to an echo, okay? And obviously, when, when this radar, or when these waves reach the, the, the surface of the planet, depending on what they get, uh, maybe they'll meet mountains, maybe there'll be, there'll be you know, um, um, steep areas, maybe there'll be this, maybe there'll be that, maybe there'll be that. When, when they get, they bounce back to space, right? Remember that this radar... Is orbiting the planet and it's sending these waves to the planet. Okay, they go there, they 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 pass through the clouds, they go to the surface, and 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 depending on what they get there, they sort of bounce back. Okay, they bounce back, and the radar will, uh, then uh, in, in 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 space will be listening for an echo, which tells it how far away the target is and uh, what. It is it is made up of okay it could be radio waves as well right um the same way radio waves are emitted by 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 a dish right 
So that's pretty much what happens and how uh, we able to map down the the surface of the planet, right? Uh, so so we had we had quite a number of questions. Uh, but now, okay, uh, can anybody live on Mars, planet Mars? Hey, eh? can anybody live on Mars? Now um, we must uh, I must say that of all the planets in the solar system, Mars is is is, is the one that sort of resembles Earth. In, in, in so many days, right? Um, we're speaking about the days on, on Mars. You know, they are just slightly over 24 hours. And the tilting of the planet, it's it's roughly the same angle as our planet. You know, and, and obviously that would mean that the seasons on Mars are pretty much similar to Earth. You know, and uh, but the question is, can anybody live on Mars? Well, the thing is, you see, as Mars exists today... It has some freezing conditions and it has a very uh, uh, thin atmosphere, okay? And that would mean, unlike Earth, Mars has no ozone layer, okay? To protect life from sun's dangerous, uh, lethal uh, UV rays, okay? It does not have the, the ozone layer and there's no breathable oxygen in the air. And 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 there are sometimes uh, volcanic eruptions. There have been volcanic eruptions. Okay, there have been um, volcanic eruptions on Mars, and and there are dusty storms. Right, they are really common on planet Mars. And and actually, the first people to go to Mars to live there, they probably do so in these uh, these large domes. Right, that can contain. Uh, an artificial Earth-like atmosphere, right? So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it uh, for today. Uh, right after this, we'll be closing. Active, 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 worship. Active, active, oh, active, 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 worship. Active worship, you can find us on the gram, you feel me? Instagram at Active Worship, we on books, you feel me? Facebook, click the follow since you're in it, keep listening. Apple Music, oh, it got you dancing, keep streaming. Spotify, it got you smiling, keep streaming. Oh, and Deezer, got your moves looking easy, cause we cool like that. Search Active Worship and listen, cause we cool like that. Christ music is hot music. <laughs> Check out the amazing music by Active Worship on all platforms. Apparently, we have just reached the end of the Void show. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, it was a Q&A session where we answered some of your profound questions about the mysteries of the universe. And, and I mean, I hope you learned a lot of stuff. We spoke about uh, Mars. You know, can anyone live on Mars? We spoke about Venus. Uh, radar technology, how does it work? Um, um, you, you learned quite a lot, okay? We were supposed to speak about black holes, um, but but time, you know. Uh, uh, so uh, please do share out the show and have a fantastic week. I will meet you again next time, same place. Cheers. <laughs>